All right, we're back for the second week of school and for our second family time video. Last week we were talking about our whys, talking about the things that motivate us. I know that in my classroom uh, we had a lot of great discussion and I got a lot of great responses from students and I'm always kind of struck by that when I'm asking students to define something like their why, something that takes a little bit of thought. I do get a lot of really well thought out, really beautiful answers and that's something that sometimes we overlook but I think a lot of times people are willing to talk about those things. I think they want to talk about those things if we give them the opportunity. So I think that was a great thing. The other thing though that I take away from this that I've done this with my classes before talking about our why and one thing that always strikes me is I have some students who will respond to part of our talk is discussing why they matter. We talk about maybe why they're in the classes that they're in, why they do the things they do outside of school, why they're in the extracurricular activities they're in. But one thing that I ask my students is, why do you matter? And some have really beautiful answers about why they matter. And then sadly, I get some students who say they're not sure they do matter or they don't know why they matter. That as an educator is an important thing to understand. We have students in our classrooms, on our teams, who don't think they matter, or don't know why they matter. That's something important for us to address. So before we move on to the next thing, I just want to say, Clearly, and I've had this discussion with individual students, is to anybody listening to this, you do matter. And you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to do anything other than just be yourself to matter. You matter as you are, just the way that you are. That's another reason I talked about last week, my why for teaching is I love my students. And one of the reasons that I tell them that I love them is because everybody deserves to be loved. Everybody deserves to feel welcome and safe and comfortable. And everybody matters from birth without exception. And there's nothing that anyone has to do to deserve those things and to know that they matter. Specifically to me, Anybody who walks in my classroom matters to me because I love my job and I love interacting with people in my classroom. And all of my students, all of my athletes help improve and enrich my life. So I just wanted to address that first. The next thing that we're moving into really goes along with determining our why. And it's looking at our core values. I think it's really important to establish our core values. We talk about in class, if we don't know ourselves, it's pretty hard to know anything else. So I'm going to ask my students this week to identify for me their core values, the things that they hold most dear and think are most important to who they are. One thing that 
really stuck with me from when I was young. I started doing Taekwondo when I was a kid. I love martial arts. I love competitive athletics. And martial arts have been a big part of my entire life, starting from the time I was five years old and started with Taekwondo. Now, I like mixed martial arts and those things as well, but I really have an affinity for different types of traditional martial arts as well because there's a, a belief system and a set of values that's attached to it. In Taekwondo, they call it the five tenets of Taekwondo, which is the five beliefs of Taekwondo. And they are courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and indomitable spirit. That's something that stuck with me as a kid, that there was this clear definition of these are the five things that it meant to be a Taekwondo practitioner, that it meant to be a martial artist in this way. And I always thought that was really important to have a set of beliefs like that as a guiding light as a way to help us navigate a lot of the difficult decisions and challenges of life. Because life is difficult. But if we have core values that we can use as a line in the sand, as a compass to guide us, then we always have something to fall back on. As I got older, I thought it was important to establish my own core values. So I came up with five. And maybe the best way to sort of present that is, uh, you may notice as I talk with my hands a lot, you might see some of the tattoos that I have. And really the tattoos on my forearms are symbolic representations of my five core beliefs really presented in two different ways. So to kind of go through that, my five core beliefs, uh, if we're looking at this tattoo right here, first I have a flame. And that to me symbolizes that's courage. That's my first core belief, courage. I think it's hard to accomplish anything else in life. It's hard to do anything of value without courage. Because life, the world, can be scary sometimes. And it takes courage to step out of our comfort zone. And we have to be uncomfortable to grow. It takes courage to really do anything of value. So that for me is the first one. There needs to be courage. Without that, we can't accomplish anything. So I have courage. Then the next thing for me, and that might be hard to see, but uh, inside my flame here, I've got this little plant growing, and down there on the bottom, that to me represents integrity. That's the foundation. That's the, the bedrock. That's the earth. Integrity is my next core value because... I think anything else that we do in life, impacting other people, our own personal growth, really needs integrity as a foundation. And that can mean a lot of different things. To me, it means trying to live honorably, trying to live in a way that if I look myself in the mirror at night before I go to bed, I'm comfortable with the decisions that I've made throughout that day. So I've got courage, I've got integrity, then I've got that little plant growing out there, and that to me starts to symbolize respect. Respect for me is the next step. If you can be create or be courageous and then live with some integrity, you start to develop respect. Respect for yourself or respect for others. I think when we start respecting ourselves, we can start to grow. 
Because it takes some self-respect to understand things like the fact that we do matter. The fact that we deserve to grow and exist in a positive way. I think we also build relationships when we can start to respect other people. And those relationships can take all forms. So I've got courage, I've got integrity, I've got respect. And then as my plant starts to grow here and the leaves come out, that to me is love. I think love is one of the most important things in the world. I think it's the most powerful force in the world. And think about that. I remember one time having a football coach. It was a coach who was recruiting me out of high school. And he said something that was well-intended, but he said, I want players who hate losing more than they love winning. Which I don't think is necessarily a bad idea, a bad sentiment. But I would rather have players who love each other, love the game, love the camaraderie, because people fight a lot harder for things they love. Think about, if you're a parent, think about your children, the things that you'll do for your children because you love them. So to me, that's this powerful force, and that grows out of respect. If we can start to respect ourselves, we can start to love ourselves. If we can respect others, we can start to love them and put love into the world. And the last of my core tenets is empathy. And that's represented here with this circle that kind of flows into everything else. And this circle here is an Enso. Enso is something that I borrowed from Zen philosophy. And... I like meditation and Zen philosophy and those sorts of things, but it's something that sort of encapsulates symbolically our connection to everything in the universe. And the idea of the Enso is that you would meditate on something that is important to you, and then you would get up and in one brush stroke with ink, you create your own Enso. So I did an Enso and then I modified it to make this symbol and, and become a tattoo. But to me, empathy is the greatest of all human endeavors. I think true empathy is impossible. We can't 100% know and understand what another person feels. Because we haven't lived their life, we haven't shared all their experiences. But I think the pursuit of empathy is the greatest of human endeavors. The trying to understand someone else's perspective. So to me, that's my sort of pinnacle of my core beliefs. And I think they all feed into each other. So it's courage, integrity, respect, love, and empathy. And if I can try to live my life by those core values, then I can feel pretty good about the things that I'm doing. The tattoo on my other arm really symbolizes the same thing, but whereas the one is kind of a universal representation of those, this one makes it a little more personal for me in terms of my family. This is a tree of life, which is a kind of traditional Celtic symbol. That to me represents my family that descended in large part from Ireland and the Scandinavian countries. So there's a lot of that not work artistry. And I've got a 
not comprised of five different strands that represent those same five core values. And they feed into the tree of life that's always coming from the roots and growing back out, and then it keeps coming back together. and always continues and always grows. And then I symbolically made it so I've got the five roots of those core values coming up, and then they sprout out and they multiply. Because I think if we're living by our values and putting those things into the world, we're going to get those things back multiple times over again. And specifically, I put 19 branches on there because... I was born on April 19th, and I grew up seeing things that on my birthday were not always positive things, like the Waco, Texas shootout and the Oklahoma City bombing. And I thought if we can live in these ways, we can start to eliminate some of those pains and fears that we see in the world with these tragedies and these terrible things. That's what it meant to me. And then lastly... Hard to see on there, but the two outlines here are the silhouettes of my children's faces. There's my daughter and there's my son right there. So that took those core values and to me gave a representation of how I want to live that in my daily life. So that's what I'm going to ask for my students this week. Is I want them to think about their core values. And I'm going to have them try to give me three to five. It doesn't need to be a real expansive list. Just a, just a few things that they can focus on and use as a measuring stick in their lives when they're facing something that's difficult or they're facing a question they don't know how to answer. They can look at those things and say, okay, am I living in a way that represents these values? Am I honoring these things that I say that I value? So I'm going to have them identify those values for me, give me a brief description of those values, definition as to what it means to them, and then I'm going to ask why those are their core values. And I think that ties nicely into considering our why. Now we're starting to establish knowing ourselves a little bit. So thank you to everybody who sent responses and things like that. And I really appreciate everybody being involved with this. Let's have a great second week of school. We're off to a great start. I wouldn't trade my students or my staff for anybody in the world. We have a great thing going. And thank you.